Hello and welcome to episode 72 of the Folk Podcast. Today, I had a question for both Caleb and Ian um, that kind of came to me over this last week, and I figured it would go into a larger conversation here. Uh, so a little bit of backstory. One, I don't think I've mentioned it on this uh, on this podcast yet, but uh, what I've been listening to is the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. Uh, pre pretty, It's pretty amazing. Ian, have you watched more of it yet? Like, I sent you the one. I know you listened to a little bit. Yeah, there's there's a few of the episodes that I've watched or listened to on my way, um, like to and from work because it's like the perfect time frame. So yeah, there's a few. Yeah, they're like because they're like twenty to forty minutes long, and it's really just the three cast, just yeah, bullshitting. Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty short in like podcasting terms, I would say. Yeah, and I was just thinking like while watching that or while listening to it, I keep on saying watch. Um, it's it's kind of wild because their journey has been so long. You know, they're reviewing basically the first season. And they're just going to try to do an episode, everything all, all the way up to the where they're at in like season 15 or whatever it is now. Uh, so they're really having this like walk down memory lane as far as like watching these episodes and like, wow, we've changed so much. You know, our style of humor has changed or that still sticks. Um, so I was thinking that's kind of crazy that, you know, the YouTube journey as far as recording these gatherings, um, the fact that both of you guys have been in videos, um, like our whole journey as a community for the most part is out there like you know the majority a long a large chunk of the gatherings you can go watch in video form of course you're not like watching the whole experience but you can still watch a lot of our journey on the internet it's recorded out there uh so a question i had to both of you and caleb i'm going to start with you here uh because you were the first person i ever recorded in an interview at a gathering i mean that that faded gathering a uh, long time ago you're the first person i was like hey man you mind if i ask you some questions for the youtube and you said yeah, okay. So I wanted to see that first time I like, I sat you down and started asking you questions. How was it for you? You're talking to me or to Ian? Caleb, get your mind out of your ass. I literally started with, I'm starting with you, Caleb. I didn't hear, no, you did not say my name. I'm starting with I you. Did. You didn't point at anybody. I did. I said, I'm starting with you, Caleb. Back me up on this, Ian. I didn't hear it. Yeah, you definitely did, because I was like, oh, this is weird, we're not starting with me for once. <laughs> I'm sitting here, like, you know, looking at you while I'm talking about you, and I'm like, he's not reacting to any I words I'm I can't tell if he's fucking, I can't tell if you were looking at me or if you're looking at the camera. That's the weird I am thing looking at, I am looking at you, boy. <laughs> so, Caleb. Oh, so you're going, back, being... you're going back to Construction Boy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going back down. to Construction Boy, Caleb. <laughs> um... Well, I know that then, which I kind of know, I guess I kind of get around it on the, uh, on the whole podcast thing. I remember that like, I couldn't look, I couldn't figure out what, what the fuck to do with my eyes. I still really <laughs> don't if when it comes to videos, <laughs> but I don't know. It's a, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've come a long way as far as um, being used to the whole thing. Cause hell I was, I've never sat down in front of a damn video camera and talked to it before. That was the first time especially for the um, YouTubes. Yeah. That shit, like, I had never done anything like a YouTube video or anything. I would definitely say you've de become more used to it because we just did that kind of again at the uh, the California Yule Gathering where we talked about the uh, the ritual more. You know, we, we, me and you both sat down. You know, we were able to have some banter, and I feel like you were able to kind of pick up on it pretty quick. So you've definitely come a long way. Yeah. Well, you know, after you do this, you know, what, what, we've done this, what, 72 times? No. oh the podcast oh yeah the podcast yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean i feel like that's like that's where i've gotten most of it i mean as far as sitting down and doing videos like i think i'm only in like three of your videos where i'm actually like 
talking to the camera or yeah something like yeah like when we did red river gorge and then yep. over there in california yeah that's right um so ian same question to kind of you because the first time i recorded you was fall gathering because that's the first time we met in person yeah and for me i think i had a slight advantage um over caleb because we had already started the podcast at that point so i had some sort of like an expectation of you know what you know kind of just what it was about to some degree as far as being you know recorded and stuff like that obviously it's different because it's a video um but i mean it it's a i would say you know it's a little nerve-wracking but because you know there's potentially thousands of people that are going to be seeing that video uh but i would say as long as you know you don't necessarily think about that it's no big deal really you just think about what you're trying to say and that moment but i would say like if right now say if, i mean shit we did the thing with with the uh yum Cum center yeah. you know that was so much easier for me it's like oh yeah there's jacob with his camera cameras pointed at me okay hi everybody you know what i mean like it was a lot easier of a of a of something to get used to especially now that we've done the podcast for so long and i don't know i feel like it's it's like if we were to do something today like tomorrow you know it'd be very easy for me to just sit down and be like yeah flip that switch like, yeah exactly yeah there's that switch that i think a lot of us that aren't doing either podcasts or other members of the community and stuff that have done youtube stuff or are doing youtube things um and instagram and whatnot i feel like there is that switch that we eventually develop where we're like all right cool i am now so and so on on the podcast i'm now internet yeah exactly exactly so yeah it's just that's a switch that yeah we just developed over time i feel like well it is interesting and this you know kind of part of the larger conversation about technology is if you are on in camera if you are being recorded, if you are sharing stuff online, you have an online persona. The moment you make a post, it doesn't matter. You change who you are, even if it's slightly, when you post something online or when you talk. Us right now, we are not exactly how we are in person. And that's kind of the weird thing about the internet is anytime you're interacting with somebody, you're interacting with their internet self, which is a really strange concept. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's why a lot of people, I mean, if, if you are a, a you know, somebody who watches some of the bigger YouTubers that get in trouble and stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, but that person acts so different on YouTube. Well, that's why it's not necessarily their, their real stuff. Like what's his face. I got in trouble in Japan. Oh, I think it was named them. I, one of the Paul, Paul boys. It was, was it Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Jake Paul or Logan Paul. I don't remember Logan which Paul's. one, one of those, one of the dumb dumb, Mr. Paul, but yeah. You know, a lot of people are just like, oh, there's no way that he, you know, he did that. He's always such a goofy blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, because what you're seeing is is a very different persona. And then obviously he went and did something super not okay, you know. Right. Well, he, he got like consumed true, by it. True colors. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that too. I think he allowed himself to let his potentially his true colors kind of come out. And, you know, the 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 beast that is the Internet, you know, take over a bit. So this is a, you know, kind of an interesting segue because that was one of my fears going into the first gathering. And uh, some people may remember, I was kind of playing around with this a little bit uh, when I first started recording them. The first gathering, I had uh, maybe two minutes of a 15 minute ritual, maybe three minutes um, actually in there. Um, and then actually the midsummer video, I had none because I started playing with the idea of maybe it's not okay to record these rituals. Maybe it's not okay. Uh, maybe it needs to be one of those things like, hey, you have to be at a gathering to show it. 
uh, and then flip flop again, fall gathering first year, all of a sudden I'm showing everything again. And so I've always been playing with that. I mean, so how's it been with you guys? I mean, knowing that I'm recording, you know, most of the rituals you guys have performed, um, how, how do you feel like that's affected it at all? No, not really. I mean, I would say like even by by the second day of the, like the first fall gathering, because that would have been my first <clears throat> exposure to you, you know, doing stuff for the channel. Um, you know, I got pretty used to it. And was, you know, we were making jokes like, oh, there's Jacob like creeping behind like a bush trying to get some like candid <laughs> stuff or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but no, I feel like I, I am aware of it initially. Um, but for the most part, once I get going and doing, you know, my thing, it's, I don't even think about it. I don't think about a camera or anything like that. It's just, you know, I am aware of it at the start and it's more so of like, Oh, do I potentially need to move slightly to make it a better shot or something, you know, starting out. But once I get going, it's, I don't care. You know, the camera doesn't matter to me at least at that point. Um, you know, something that I, I was, you know, I've only really seen it one ritual. I think there was one ritual uh, I won't say it specifically so it doesn't hurt anyone's feelings that was at this ritual, but Caleb, you might know it because you were at this gathering. But there was one ritual that I felt like the camera was a problem, where I feel like people were acting extra pagany just to get attention on the camera. Uh, it's yeah. only, again, I think it's, Caleb, you know which one I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where it was just yeah, like, you could no tell. Doubt. Yeah, there was people that wanted to be closer to me or be in the camera shot because they wanted to be in the, the YouTube video. Uh, and that's, again, it's only happened one time, which is great, but that's the something that I constantly try to avoid. You know, I'm obviously not perfect at everything, but I do my best to make sure the camera is a, a non-subject in, in any kind of ritual. I tend to set up on a tripod, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, out in the way, or I hand it to someone like Casey, like my phone, and I'm like, hey, record this, and then she's usually pretty sneaky, or if, uh, you know, it's someone else performing the ritual, I try to be, even like, uh, your ritual at the uh, California Yule Gathering, uh, the Freya ritual, I actually just had it up in the tree, basically. Um, so I wasn't even, like, moving it around because I felt like that kind of ritual didn't need me, like, m m running around getting the different angles. It was a, kind of a solemn ritual, so it didn't need, like, very flashy uh, camera effects to it. Yeah, that one was pretty static. Um, I will say that I feel, I feel like they... I don't know. At this point, I'm so used to it because we've done it since the beginning. Like, they all get recorded. Um for the most part, but you cut out for the majority of the time, you cut out all of like the very super personal things. And yeah. like, like there's only been, I think there's only been like one ritual that I've led or been a part of where I, but well, personally where I felt like there should have been hardly anything or if, if it all showed. And that was, you weren't even there for that one. That was the midsummer uh, that we did in Virginia and that yeah. ancestor ritual, because it was so, I knew it was going to be intense for people, but like, everybody up there ended up bawling their, their damn eyes out and everything like that. So like that doesn't need to be recorded and shown and right. put out. Um, but, but yeah, I'm so used to it. It doesn't, it doesn't affect me. The only thing I try to do is like be mindful of where the camera is. So I don't stand in front of it and block the view. Right. Um, so uh, just so we don't lose our listeners here, the, the reason I wanted to bring this subject up, it's not to talk about my my camera skills and how to weave in out of uh, gatherings and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, which purely comes from the fact that I've done wedding photography and wedding videos. You have to get very good at being 
present but also invisible at the same time. I think that's why I've been pretty good at getting around the gatherings. Uh, but the larger conversation here is many people listening to the podcast and uh, many people in our community have social media accounts tied to their pagan lives, which is something I've encouraged in the past. But I think it does beg this question of a, of a larger uh, issue here. And it's, you know, sh how much should we record? And so that's kind of the conversation I wanted to have for our larger audience here. Um, you know, I do feel it like you said, there's certain things that we shouldn't really record and put out there. Um, so what do you guys think? You know, what what has been your personal boundaries? I mean, you guys aren't too terribly active on social media. Uh, but what kind of recommendations do you have for people or just any kind of conversation around this? Um, I mean, for me, oh, go ahead, Caleb. Okay. Yeah, it showed you still muted. Down there. That's why I thought you weren't going to talk weird um but for me it's it's just anything anything that feels super personal um there's a lot of things that like that i don't put out that come to do that have to do with like the specifics of like my my relationship with and granted i've spoke about it some on here but i don't go into great detail i really i really just talk around the, the whole subject of it because it's not I, it's not something i'm trying to draw a lot of attention to um and then i feel like whenever there's um well for myself like whenever i have really deep uh things with my ancestors and, th and things like that that i i'm not going to share those because those are my own, you know personal moments when it comes to bigger gatherings it, i don't feel i don't feel like it's as big of a deal because there's that there's all those you know all of those people and but when it comes to my own personal things i feel like there's that you know there's that intimacy of it um and then the only people i really talk to are like those closest to me yeah, I, I would say it's pretty similar for myself. I mean, there's, it, it depends on, yeah, what exactly I'm doing. I, as far as my social media goes, like you said, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too terribly active as far as posting things. I am, you know, creeping about, but um, for me, as far as my personal practice and stuff like that, if it's something that I can do to be, to help, like be more of an educational aspect of it, you know, I'll, I'll bring, I'll talk about it or bring it up or something that I feel like is, is just a good, you know, something good, you know, to, to share, but there are definitely some things that only a handful of people have seen, you know, period. Um, what that main thing would be my very, my specific altar setup that I have to hell. Only three people have actually seen that. Jacob, you would, you are one of those people when you came to visit up in Minnesota, you know, and there's only two other people that have physically seen that. So like, that's something that I won't ever post on, on social media or anything like that. I would, you know, I'll post like health, like setups that I do at gatherings, you know, just because that to me, that's a little bit different, but as far as my own personal home setup for her specifically, that's something that I would, I won't ever share. Um, and a couple other like personal, like altar setups that I have, I would never share. And like the practice really, behind why I have those set up just because it is something so like with what Caleb was saying it's so personal to me specifically that I don't see a necessity nor an, an, a reason to make it a, a public thing unless it would be you know beneficial and on the educational aspect to um, you know the greater community as a whole but in that case I would just do something completely different and do like a makeshift setup I'm like hey this is what i would do or this is how i would have it set up it's a similar way but 
Yeah. So uh, one thing I think I could uh, say help that would help here is a lot of the times, uh, mostly in the last year or so, if I give an offering in a video, I, rec I record it and then I actually do it. I usually do it first. Um, so I'll actually go out and I'll have my moment with the gods or whatever I'm doing. Like I think most notably I can think of is uh, when I talked about heathenry in the sea. Uh, in the book review, and I talked about the uh, the Norse gods of the sea and stuff like that. I uh, I went out and I was out in the lake, and I wanted to give an offering to Ron, Agir, and Njord. Uh, each of those offerings I gave twice. The first time I gave privately, which was just me talking to them, just me giving the offering, uh, but also setting that precedent of hey, I'm recording this. This is to help spread the information about the Norse gods. I know it might, this might be something new to you, uh, because it is something new to the gods in a way. You know, I feel like it, we do have to kind of inform them. Hey, I'm recording this, like you know, but this is just for me. And you this part is not recorded this part is you know me just having that connection and then i actually go through and i give the offering now i try not to be dramatic about it i try not to do things i wouldn't normally do uh but typically what people see in a video is the act like the the dramatization so to speak i've actually already given the offering at that point yeah i think that's a good way of doing it honestly um because yeah then you have you have your personal moment and then you can do something like a second one like you were saying for a, a like an educational purpose or like a hey this is how i do it just i've already done it i've already had that moment so to speak yeah and yeah, i think I was, uh oh go ahead Caleb. oh no i was just i was i was just going to agree with what ian said because that was i i had a feeling that that's what you've done i feel like you told you told us that before you told me that i don't remember which i know i've heard that somewhere um but I think that's that's the best way to do it. That way, you still have your own personal relationship with the gods and everything like that. And you share you share like ninety or ninety five percent of like everything you do. So yeah, I mean yeah, you're entitled you're entitled to some to your own personal relationship. Right. I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, yeah. yeah, I would say that number, it used to be 90, 95%. I think it's dropped down to about 60%. Um, I would say, because uh, mostly the shamanic practice has taken over such a such a large chunk of my uh, my personal practice now. And it's very weird because that's when I hit that wall. I think that's when it changed is when I started looking down the shamanic stuff because I've actually had pushbacks from you know the spiritual world, whatever you want to call it, when I record those things. Um, I, I think the most notable for me um, was the first time I tried to record anything like that was the fall gathering this last year in Pennsylvania. Um, I did like that three hour long drum, drum, uh, drum trance. And in the trance, I was getting kind of this message. Don't record this. You're not allowed to record this. Um, and so basically the only thing you get in that video is the audio that is picked up from the previous ritual. Um, because like, uh, blade had his ritual basically leading right up to mine. And that, that camera never moved. And so it picked up some of the audio, but you only see like, five percent of that ritual you know it's basically when i stopped drumming um and basic uh and that happened too at the uh illinois gathering i got this pushback of you know you're not really supposed to record this um now i did anyways and you know i felt kind of bad for it <laughs> and so i that was after that that i kind of stopped and i really i mean the ritual we performed at the ohio yule it felt pretty good um, you know, it, it, I've been not getting that pushback as much, but I still am kind of choosy with what I put in there. Uh, so again, it's kind of, it's still a very much back and forth thing. Um, but as far as me talking about my shamanic practice, it's obviously something I've done more here on the podcast, but I'm still kind of reluctant to record it. Well, and I think honestly too, I, I feel like it's not necessarily a good thing, um, for your personal practice to put literally everything out there on 
you know, a social media platform, especially if you're, you know, if you're not doing something like what you do, where you have your own personal offering and connection beforehand, and then you essentially just do it again, more so for the, this is how I do it um, aspect of it. If you're just doing it all, this is how I do it. This is my first, like, you know, I, I didn't do a, a pre-take or, you know, a post-take, whatever you want to call it. I don't know filming terminology, but, uh, you know, if you just do it all and show everything, I feel like that is just not going to be, I don't think that's going to be necessarily good for you as a, you know, personally on a, on a personal spiritual level. I just don't think, I feel like that will end up tainting it because then in a way it's like, what, why are you doing it in this, in a way, I feel like that kind of mixes up the purpose of why you're doing the practice or why are you showing it on social media? Well, and I think a good warning for people too, again, for our audience out there, um, if you do choose to start sharing your your practice a little bit more out there, which I, we're going to get to in a moment why I think it's important, um, there's a downside and a, and a good side to it. Um, I found that when I started getting into shamanic work, it's a very sensitive spiritual practice. Like it requires a lot of things to get what you want. You know, it's not just pouring out a beer for Thor anymore. It's not just giving an apple for the Vanir. It's, you know, getting into a headspace to spirit travel. I mean, that is what shamanic practice is about, is about traveling up and down uh, the world tree. And so having even that slight distraction or that passive effect of having a camera pointed at you is a really good way to not get the effect you want. And I definitely noticed that. Now, it's funny because uh, I do have recording out there of a shamanic ritual I performed uh, when I made uh, everyone's gifts for Yule that you got, uh, Caleb. And then, uh, you know, I made for everyone else that came to Yule uh, where I went out to the gorge and I actually did a shamanic ritual under one of the uh, the arches, uh, like uh, natural arches out there, which was dope. It was honestly a <laughs> really awesome ritual. Um, and I had Casey with me and I actually had her there to record it. But I actually told her to stop recording at some point because I was having trouble getting in the headspace. Uh, I was blind, like I, I had a blinder on, so I couldn't see anything. And so I actually thought she stopped recording. Um, it turns out she didn't because she didn't hear me. So, but myself just knowing, okay, it's not being recorded anymore, I was actually very quickly be able to get into the right headspace afterwards. Um, so it is very interesting what that slight knowledge will do of saying, oh no, this is being recorded. I have to do something slightly different because I have to make sure it looks good on camera. Uh, but luckily my knowledge of that basically still being recorded was gone. So it helped a lot. I'm glad that you're not recording as much stuff now. I'm glad that you can just explore and figure your things out, man. Yeah. I, you know, and that's part of the reason I took that step back, you know, when I posted on YouTube is I really needed to, um, you know, I think taking, taking that moment to step back from social media and YouTube is smart in general, no matter what you talk about, but especially if it's spiritual practice. Um, is, you know, I've had way more spiritual experiences these last two months than I've had in the last 10 months, you know, just being a everyday YouTuber. Well, and I also feel like too, by posting, you know, so much stuff up that all that does is leave room for people to be assholes about it too. Oh, I, I literally had a guy message, like I checked my messages um, and it was like from four weeks ago. So I, you know, it was around uh around Christmas time, like normal people Christmas. And he was just like, if I ever see you in Kentucky, I'm going to make sure you die in a way that doesn't send you to Valhalla, bro. And I'm just sitting here like, it honestly didn't even affect me because, you know, I've received so many death threats as a YouTuber because that's just what happens when you put yourself out there. Uh, you get called fat, you get death threats, you know, you get called ugly, you get thirst. It's weird. 
don't put yourself out there. Never mind. Don't put yourself out there. <laughs> Ignore everything we've <laughs> talked about so far. <laughs> right, right. No, I, 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 I didn't respond. I don't respond to criticism just because I don't think it does anyone any good. Uh, but if I responded anything to this guy, um, it would be, let's get this straight. You know, you are basing your opinion online about someone online from someone else online. And now you are telling someone online that you're going to kill them in person. You are threatening to murder somebody based on online interactions. Now tell those things to yourself in the mirror or to a loved one and really think about what you have allowed the internet to make you, you know, that's, that's obscene, you know? And I think that's one of the problems we have in general as a society um, is we're making the internet world too real. And that, that's something that scares me. Yeah, but no, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> on the plus side, uh, I mean, well, let's finish the downside here of the internet. Um, as far as sharing your spiritual practices, this is something you want to do. I do think it's important, but set boundaries for yourself. I think is very important uh, as for what you post. You know, leave some things for yourself. Take this from the guy that's recorded a lot of his spiritual experiences. Set that thing aside that you're like, this does not get shared, and I think that makes it more special. Um, it's an it's a weird kind of offering in a way where it's like, no, this is private. This is just for me and you. And I think that's another reason I haven't talked about ancestor veneration. Like you said, Caleb, uh, ancestor stuff has been very private for me. And so, again, I don't feel like I, I really want to record that. In fact, I've only really ever talked about ancestors officially in one video. Um, but also, I think, you know, as far as the, you know, preparing yourself is, again, just don't feel like every time you have an experience, you need to write a blog about it or you have a post about it. You definitely when something happens, just enjoy it. It's kind of like the view, you know, if you see something beautiful, you don't necessarily need to take the picture. Just enjoy it. It got so quiet. Gentlemen, this is how this works is I talk, then you banter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't got really anything else to say. Well, yeah, you guys don't post enough on social media. You just don't. We really don't. No. <laughs> you know, gosh, I need to get someone that's more active on social media on this podcast. Who do we got here? <laughs> you know, you're over here like, yeah, I post once every four months. So like, yep, that's, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. I was posting uh, yeah. fairly consistently for once, for like once in my whole social media shit. And then I took a step back because like, I've got too much personal shit going on now. Right. Yeah, it definitely. It um, oh, shoot. I mean, we're starting the uh, Fellowship of Northern Traditions Instagram. And that's one of the reasons I've been kind of pushing everyone that's in the committee for that. I'm just like, you guys got to do this for me. I'm so like, I can't do another <laughs> social media, guys. <laughs> like, I'll make the pictures for you and give you ideas, but I can't do this. <laughs> I've built, yeah. I got up to 13,000 followers. I mean, I'm almost up to 14 on uh, Instagram. That's good enough for me, man. That was, that, that was a lot of work to get to 14,000 followers, man. <laughs> I was saying, I'm sitting at like 1162, and I'm like, I'm cool with that. That's the most I ever expected. Right. You know? like, and that's mostly because I share your good... shit. Well, yeah, I mean, that's very valid. Um, because I didn't, I didn't <laughs> make it until until we started doing the podcast. So, you know, I was like, well, I'm already starting, you know, one thing on a platform that is potentially going to be, you know, listened to by however many people, you know. So I was like, well, I might as well add a little extra something. But you know, I feel like, yeah, it's one of those things where I, I, one, don't necessarily have as much time to do so because, you know, it's not my full-time thing like it is with you, Jacob. So I don't necessarily have all the time to do it. And also like, I've, as a per, like, as a, just as a person in general, I've never really been too much of a social media, uh, you know, user to some degree as far as posting things, just because 
of being in the military and they're all about you know there's things that you just it's better just to not even have a social media because you don't want to risk getting in trouble or, or posting something that can risk an operation etc whatever so i already had that you know essentially ingrained in my head so i rarely would ever have posted stuff you know most of the time like my own personal instagram i would just follow things that i had that were interests and i never posted anything i think on my actual like normal my normie one i posted maybe like 30 things and it's usually pictures of the dogs or something like that but you know so I, for me it's it's a weird world to even be in um over the past you know essentially the past year year and a half um so it's just like meh. i i for me it's just, i don't see myself necessarily going super crazy with it but it's not necessarily a bad thing either. I was reading an interesting article um, a couple of days ago, and it was talking about what happened to the social network. Because when social media first came out, when Facebook first came out, it was called the social network. That's why that movie was called social network. It was about networking. Um, and I, I think honestly, I can look at uh, my Facebook, which has 110 friends on it, and my Instagram, which has 14,000 followers. One is a social media account, one is a social network account. Only reason I post on Facebook is just because I just want to show my friends what I'm up to, like my friends from high school, my friends from my hometown, uh, my fr close friends in the community. Hey, I was on the hike today. Uh, I see what my mom's up to. I see what my dad's up to. I see what my cousins are up to. Um, you know, I might comment on them, you know, and, you know, laugh, have a good time. It's small. I don't post things thinking, I hope I get 10 likes here. I better get 20,000 likes here. I'm not going to be happy because that's what social media has become. Social media has become, I want likes. I want attention. And so when you post something, you don't post something to really, you're really not posting something to show all your friends what you're up to. You're posting something because you want that dopamine from them liking your post. Um, and so taking back the social network in the sense that we, we post just to share what we're doing, rather than actually getting the likes, I think is really big. And so one of the, one of the pieces of advice I actually have for someone um, you know, that wants to take that back, turn off the likes. I actually have it on my Instagram. I cannot see how many likes I get. I don't. I can't see how any uh, how many likes anyone else gets. Uh, I don't. I can't tell you what a single one of my posts in the last five months has gotten far as likes. And I just don't care. Uh, you know. And that's one of my steps I've taken to making it more of a social network again. Is when I post something on there, I genuinely just want to share it. I don't really care for the attention. Which is also why my page hasn't grown in you know six months. But. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a good way of doing it, though, to keep it, you know, real, so to speak, and not for the attention, you know, and that's where you get other, you know, that's where you have situations like whichever Paul boy uh, or, yeah, whichever Mr. one Paul. went and did some, Mr. whatever, sure. I'm not going to call him Mr. He doesn't deserve that. Monsieur but, Logan. Monsieur Paul. Yeah. But yeah, like that's where you have situations like that where people are are so addicted to basically the, the likes or that dopamine hit and they get ridiculous with it. They, they go over the top because now they're like, oh, there's a dip in, in likes or subscribes or views, whatever. So now I have to go to that next extreme where I have to completely change how I act. And, and, you know, and that's, yeah, that's where I feel like it gets a lot of people you know, so, and I think that's very that, dangerous that, for a spiritual practice. You know, I think it's something oh, yeah. you have to be very cautious on. Um, and I think that is where you end up with a problem where people aren't, you know, they're making 
they're, they're having a spirituality for social media. They don't have social media for their spirituality, I think is the right way to put that. Um, yeah, where they're not. Oh, go, no, you go ahead. No, I was say, yeah, so like in a lack of better terms, they're, they're not practicing what they preach, basically. Right. I think it's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, because then all of a sudden it's like I'm giving an offering to Odin so I can get 400 likes on YouTube on, on Instagram. You're not giving an offering to Odin to give an offering to Odin anymore. Um, and I don't think I ever truly got to that point that I'm very thankful for. But that's also something I've been very cautious of um, is making sure I'm not talking about the gods or giving to the gods just so I can get views. Um, you know, I give to the gods because I want to. And it just so happens there's a camera there. Now, yeah, I, might, I might honestly do the thing where you talking about turning off the likes and shit. Oh, yeah. Fuck them. Because I've been sitting here thinking for like, I've, for the longest time, like starting out, like I didn't want to do like the big spiritual posts and things like that. I just wanted a place like I could show my tattoos and stuff. But now, at, like when, they, when these things come up in my path, I want to, you know, share things or I want to try to help teach people or whatever. And hell, I end up losing people and like nobody likes the damn thing because people are just there to see tattoos. So I, I was thinking like I might make another account just so I can, I guess like an actual pagan account. Just so I can yeah. uh, start doing stuff. What? Just have one account. Just one account. Well, I mean, no, that's what I'm probably going to do now because I didn't know you could turn likes off. Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, it's life changing. Honestly, one of the things I hate most about YouTube is anytime I want to upload a video, I got to see my analytics. It's like, I don't want to see those. Like, I make videos. That's it. Like, I don't really need to know what our views are up, views are down, you know, how much, you know, my subscribers up subscribers down that's not good for you honestly i don't think analytics are good for anybody no one should tie their life value or their life worth their spiritual practice to a number value that is arbitrary usually based on an algorithm that you know doesn't like you <laughs> yeah and like, i'm sure you felt the same thing that i have on things as far as like there's some there's some things i put like some tattoos and even like those poems that i did even though they were only like yeah. three lines long a piece but you know you put your heart into something and it doesn't get shit and then things that are just you know, whatever run of the mill and it, they take off and it doesn't make no damn sense. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think uh, a good example here. Uh, like my Yule video, I'm very proud of my Yule video, but it did really well. Um, but I'm really proud of my Heimdall video and it did horrible, uh, you know? Uh, and I hate seeing that, you know, no one wants to see that. No one wants to see something you put tons of, you know, work into, you know, and then you start thinking, oh, how can I change myself to get more views? Like, no, don't think like that. And I think that's, really important for us to say, uh, you know, especially for me to say as someone who's climbed the ladder um, and got to a point is don't think about it. Don't care about it. Focus on the network. And that's something that I think, uh, you know, I've really ch changed on, uh, on the way I make content is I make content for the people in the network, you know, the people that, you know, are in the community, you know, that's why that's, the, those are the people I make, you know, media for. I don't make media just to get that like anymore. Um, and I think that's a really good healthy headspace to get yourself into if you're wanting to share your spiritual practice. Don't do it for the likes. But I will say, I think it's very important for us to share what we're doing. Um, because if you think about it, how amazing would it have been if we had more evidence of what happened in the past? You know, wouldn't it have been great if we could find a smartphone from 700 AD or CE with a pagan from Norway's Instagram account on it with all their pictures of all their rituals of their spiritual practice. Oh my gosh, look at that. We just have a treasure trove, 700 posts about their spiritual practice. You know, that's not something our ancestors could have done. I mean, they were barely literate. They barely had a system of writing. Um, and so we don't know 
99% of what happened in the past um, as far as our ancestors and their practice. I mean, it barely 99%, probably 99.5%. It's a li very little amount. And so now that we have the ability, now that the majority of us are literate, now that the majority of us have, you know, ability to write and share our stories, I think it's very important for us to do so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> we've talked about, we've talked about like journaling and stuff like that in the, you know, in a past episode um, and a couple other different episodes, I'm sure it's, been, I believe it's been brought up. I've discussed it with people, um, whether it was in person or, you know, conversations within the discord. And even I think I, I may have mentioned it, um, you know, or posted something about it on Instagram. And yeah, it, it's a good, like that was the whole purpose of kind of why I started doing mine was for that, that whole like teaching aspect of it. Cause I do get a relatively fair amount of people, um, you know, that will message me and, and ask questions, um, you know, on specific things, um, or just gen like general advice regarding stuff. Um, you know, that's, that's the whole purpose of why I even decided to have, a, 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 you know, uh, barely a semblance of, social media persona was just to have the people that really legitimately like cared and are curious and wanted that help, um, you know, to come in, I have a place to ask questions and to get a genuine answer without me being like, Oh, make sure to share my, share my page, share this post, you know, like I'll give you advice or I'll help you if you like, and just like, and subscribe, you know, like this, I guess, I don't know. I'm starting to ramble now. <laughs> Welcome to podcasting. Yeah, I know, right? I hate social media. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're trying to talk about the benefits of it right now. I know, I know. But no, yeah. No, I think that is beneficial because, yeah, I can look back on it. And I've done that a few times. I'll go through some of my older posts and stuff like that and see kind of where, where I was at, say, a year ago and kind of see what I was doing with that practice if I, if I had posted something about it. Um, you know, and I, I've taken quite a few photos from, um, you know, whether it's, it's hikes I've been on or, you know, at gatherings that I've been to that I never did make any posts about them, but there's still that documentation there for me where I've either written in a journal about it, or I have those photos that I can be like, oh, I know exactly what I was doing. You know, this is an offering that I did to, to so-and-so, or this was, you know, at this particular, uh, you know, rock or tree I had an experience or I felt connected to a deity or a spirit or something like that, you know, um, I don't know. Well, yeah. And, um, the thing that's Instagram's kind of a weird beast. Facebook's a weird beast because if you say Ian tomorrow, you are even me, if I decide to start, po uh, stop posting tomorrow within the next, you know, and I stop making videos within the next six months, you know, no one would ever visit the wisdom of Odin page. I mean, maybe, maybe people watching backlog videos, uh, but let's say the YouTube didn't exist. It was just the Instagram page. You stop posting on Instagram. You're gone in a month. No one's going to know who you are. No one's going to visit your page. No one. Um, and that's kind of scary because most people don't look through backlogs of content. YouTube is different. Um, YouTube, I could stop posting tomorrow and I would still get X amount of views for the next 20 years, because as long as people are searching Norse pagan stuff, and as long as my content still still pops up, they're still going to get views. So that's why I do like YouTube more. 
I think if you can go into YouTube with the right mindset, YouTube is a really good place to share your journey. Um, you know, just go in there, honestly, go in there and share your experiences, create a YouTube account. It is so easy to create a YouTube account now and just start blogging, vlogging about your experiences. And then it's there for you to go back and watch. That's one of my favorite things that I get to do is I can go back and watch one of the first times I gave an offering, you know, at least on, on camera. And I'm like, whoa, that's changed a lot. Um, and I think that's really important. So it doesn't matter what you're talking about. It doesn't matter your production quality. Um, it might get better over time if that's something you want. But I do think that if you just started keeping a weekly vlog of your spiritual experiences and you wanted to share them with others, you should do it. Um, it'll be out there. You decide to stop. People can still find that years later and still learn from you. And I think that's a really powerful tool. I was going to say something similar with the, with mine's not so much with posting, but like, all the pictures that I've taken on my phone, which I now I've got two of them because my, my old one pretty much died as far as being able to use it as an actual phone because the, uh, the microphone went out. But I can go back through the, that camera roll for the past two and a half years. And I can tell you just about where I was like where I was in my journey whenever, you know, like whenever this popped up or when I got into uh, I got into um, I'm trying to think of a, of a specific thing now. I guess the easiest thing is like remembering exactly like whenever I, when I got into North Vegas, because there was a, a big change in my camera roll from like July of 2019 to August and September, that shit this went, I was taking screenshots of all kinds of things. Cause I was like, I need to make sure I save this. Yeah. Um, and then being able to go back and tell, okay, this were here was around this gathering. This was around that gathering. I did. I went on this trip and went, I went on this hike because I remember seeing that mountain. Right. Oh, you know, X amount of shit. Yeah, again, I'm going to say once again, you know, and you already said it, keep a journal, people, keep a journal. I mean, if, if you're not going to want to share your experiences online, well, that's perfectly okay. But as a someone, you know, getting into this faith or been in this faith for a while, you should really keep a journal. I think it's really important, um, not necessarily for you, but if you want to have children one day or if you have children now, sharing that with them one day. Um, you know, Caleb, if you had a, a physical journal with those pictures on it, that, you know, that picture of that hike, of that mountain, of that ritual, and you wanted to tell um, you know, your daughters one day about your faith, you can sit down with a physical copy and tell them. It doesn't need to be to the world, it doesn't need to be thousands, but you're going to want someone to tell your story to. Because, I mean, honestly, that's one of the biggest parts about this faith is telling your story. Mm -hmm. I just want to be. It's a thing next... I think about a lot. Oh, yeah, okay. No, I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I want to be, I want to be on the next, whatever future National Geographic episode is where they find a bunch of journals buried with a skeleton. That's like, oh my God, this dude was doing this way back then. You know, right. that's, what, that's, that's why I keep physical journals, honestly, you know, because yeah, it's a good thing to pass down. And who knows, you might be the next big archaeological rediscovery of something. Who knows? Well, and uh, you know, and every time I think about posts on Instagram, like, Instagram could shut off the lights one day. I mean, in theory, Instagram will shut off the lights one day. It will happen. YouTube will shut off the lights one day. I mean, these companies have not been around that long. And, you know, we have this misconception that they're going to be around forever. The YouTube that started in 2006 or whatever it is, is gone. It's gone. All the original creators, the original idea, gone. It's something different now. It might have the same name and a similar idea, but it's not the same no more. And the YouTube 10 years from now won't be the same. And maybe 30 years from now, YouTube's gone. It could happen. And, you know, these social networks, these social medias are not the, you know, these invincible giants that they have been built in our minds. Uh, one day they will end. Um, and that's kind of a weird thought. And I know that's a weirdly scary thought at times, but they'll probably just change into something else. And therefore, 
maybe those memories aren't going to be there anymore. So never mind. Don't do social media. Social media is dumb. We're done, guys. All right. <laughs> I've come back around. Everything else is going and tape it into your book and you're good yeah like keep a physical copy i mean post on the line keep a physical copy too <laughs> yeah yeah but i do uh, think i i think well and even then like you know behind me right now is a hard you know a bunch of hard drives of all my videos i mean if it would suck if youtube disappeared one day um you know and all the videos i posted but i still technically have the physical copies of them yeah you have a a, a safe haven basically or like a you know uh a backup, so to speak, where you'll never, hopefully never, ever have to worry about losing those or, you know, losing everything that you have or hard recording and whatnot. Well, especially like, um, you know, how many of our parents had photo albums? I mean, I can almost guarantee you every one of our parents had photo albums. Oh, yeah, they, they still do. They still like to show them every time that it's inconvenient to show them. But now, who I would say the percentage of people that have photo albums dropped 90% because everyone just has them on your phone. I mean, it's great. I mean, I actually lose myself on my phone sometimes. You know, I'll get those memories, which honestly, I love this feature. It's one of the things that always gets me is when my iPhone says, here's a memory from, you know, in Switzerland or, you know, in Germany or Mexico or one of the gatherings. I'm like, oh, and I'll go through them all because that's the pictures I've taken. I think that's a really cool feature. Um, and I like to see that more. And even as I come around uh, in the social media wagon, I start thinking, huh, you know, what was I posting a year ago? Oh, I wonder if that's still relevant. And I think those are kind of cool ideas. So there's some cool stuff out there in the world. I mean, the fact, again, that we're talking right now is cool. The fact that, you know, uh, I talked to Trago, which we've had on the uh, the podcast here before. Him and I talked on the phone today. Um, you know, talked about some cool things we might be able to work on here in the future. And that's cool. And we wouldn't have met any other way. So there is benefits out there. I do come around full circle, uh, you know, about the the social media. Uh, but I do think the the most prolific thing I said in this episode is is taking uh, turning into a social network again. You know, unless you're trying, you know, trust me, it's hard, you know, out there if you want to make it your career. I mean, if you're if you want to do it, get ready for a wild ride. And I definitely feel like I've just become a, a curmudgeon in the you know social media job world. But if you don't want to fight for that. Just make it your network. And honestly, I feel like that's kind of what I've made it again now is it's a social network, not a media. Well, gentlemen, if that's all we have, I don't want to beat a dead horse and keep beating the same thing. So we'll end this episode. But I hope this was informative for our audience out there um, if they're thinking about starting their own social medias um, or have their own social medias already. Uh, and, you know, again, just don't get lost in the sauce. Enjoy it. Um, you know, the reason I keep the Wisdom of Odin Instagram account, honestly, is because I talk to some amazing people on there. Um, and I don't want to lose that, that, you know, that network of people that I like talking to. Um, so there is benefits out there. So, uh, again, take control of it. Don't let it control you. Don't do it for the wrong reasons. Share your sp spiritual experiences responsibly. Um, but I do think it is important we share them or at the very least record them for future generations. Thank you all very much. And if you want to be on the Folk Podcast, we want you on here. We want to talk to you. So please think about going to an email, whether it's Hotmail, AOL, Gmail, and type in there. Fellowship, uh, no, not the Fellowship of Northern Traditions. That's our other thing. There's too many things, guys. There's too many things. <laughs> the Folk Podcast at gmail.com. The Folk Podcast at gmail.com. And email's there and tell us you want to be on the show. Tell us what you want to talk about. And we'd love to have you on here. We haven't had you all on here. There's hundreds of you out there. Come be on the podcast. Chill out. Have a good time. All right. Y'all be good now. Until the hall. Scout. 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 Thank you.